Hey, hey, Josh, what is this? <laughs> Why are you asking me that? <laughs> that's uh, that's great. That's a did great. you or did you not start a podcast? I did, I did, but that's a great. That's a great. Uh, I'm using that. That's exactly where the podcast is starting. This is consumed content with the group chat. We are the group chat, listeners included. If you're a listener, you're currently a part of the group chat. My name is Josh. This is... Do you want to introduce yourself? Well, now I want you to introduce me. This is my very good buddy, Matt. And he's... I'm Matt. Yeah, you're Matt. And today, he's going to sell me on a show that I've not watched. Um, among other things. Among other things. He's going to sell me on One a show. One of them being this microphone. This microphone. Audio listeners cannot see the RGB glowing microphone that is I don't, I don't think video listeners can either that much it's all it's no I can see I can see it it's not it's not terribly over it, I need to silence my phone Jesus Christ I'm telling you it doesn't do it justice maybe you're right maybe you're right all right so there we go phone is on vibrate and so let's jump right into it this is a podcast about making great recommendations for content to consume that's what this show is all about because there's so much content out there what am i supposed to watch next i've run out of i've run out of youtube content i've run out of yeah i know okay that sounds weird yeah I've, but you know i've only subscribed to a few people okay and i, I actually wait no what? i want to see where this goes i'm Keep just saying going. it was just an example an example it goes like my favorite content creators on youtube they each produce only like a video a day or a video a week and I'm out of content. I don't follow that many people anymore. I've actively unsubscribed, you know? And then, so I, I only have like maybe 30 minutes of, of subscribed content. Otherwise I have to, oh, there's the dog. There's Audio a- listeners, there is a dog. Which dog is that? There's a dog. This is Boo. That's Boo. That's Boo. Uh, let's not frighten Boo. Uh, but I, I suppose at a later time you can put Boo up to the camera and we can see Boo. Well, I can if you want. If let me just let me know that she. This is kind of her spot mm-hmm. when I when I normally work. This is my office. Mm-hmm. So just let me know. I, there I, will be I'll appearances let you know. from. I there think, will be appearances from Pumbaa as well. Yeah, I think Boo and Pumbaa are welcome to to join in on the discussion whenever they like. But no, yeah, that's oh shit, I put, tugged on a wire, but uh. Yeah, sometimes you know, just you run out of stuff to watch, you know, like. Well, that's what I that's what I was kind of smirking at, like smirking like an idiot. I'll admit, uh-huh. you're because I mean I put you on the spot, which I apologize for. I asked you, hey Josh, what is this? And I was surprised because you've already told me about this, and you were saying, I've just run out of content. Yeah. I've just run out of things to watch. Then you had that's that's a bold statement because I know you haven't. I haven't. I just never, I can never think of anything. So what, for me, what this podcast is, is supposed to be a tool to gather more things because I constantly forget. Like, I forget Ted Lasso exists, right? I I can't even remember. I'm supposed to watch Prey Tonight on Hulu. That's what I'm supposed to watch. (gasps) Me too. Yeah, that's what I'm supposed to watch tonight because the, the, one of the managers at my job says, you got, he saw it. I got to watch it now. So we have something to discuss, right? But for for all of you who don't know, because uh, this is episode two of the podcast, I currently have a growing list 
of thing of recommendations I have for you, the listeners. This is currently a list of 26 things. And Matt, you asked me yesterday if I could write out a list of 100 things. I'm a quarter of the way. Of, I'm a quarter of the way there, bitch. All right. It's right here. You understand? I, congratulations. And so we're going to have 100 episodes minimum planned. Right. By the end of this week. I mean, I wrote Gundam on here. That's possibly multiple episodes. And I hope I didn't lose you there. But. Who? Me? You, oh, uh, I. Well, you you said the magic word. I'm not saying like I'm going to start gushing about it. I, I'm not a, into Gundam at all. Mm-hmm. But I just I recently became aware of how deep that pit goes. So deep. So I'm a little worried. It's a very deep pit. You can do, you can probably do like a different series, one episode on an individual series. Like Gundam Seed could get its whole get a could get a whole episode just on its own. Right, Iron Blood Orphans. Those are the two that I remember off the top of my head. The OG Gundams, the movies, fantastic, right. fantastic. 80s animation wonderful but that's for a later episode that's for a later episode so that's a let, let me that's a tease. let me just put in my my impression of you mentioning gundam uh-huh. the I, I forget where i saw it but it was a very brief it might have been a tiktok it was a very brief explanation of like the beginning of anime like the very origin of anime which was like just old card basically uh, Mickey Mouse, like old, you know, black and white cartoons from the 30s. But I was surprised to see Gundam was like the fifth most oldest like piece of content from animation in Japan. I didn't know Not that. really. I'm exaggerating. But no, it's like it was from the 60s. It was like mm-hmm. one of the very earliest like established pieces of animated content. I didn't know it was from the 60s. I just assumed it was from the 80s because how I'm, old it looked. But... I mean that talking out of my ass. I don't know if you're talking I, about. Well, we can confirm. Do you want to? Do you want to Google it? We can confirm now. There's a cat. The, yeah. There's a cat. There's a cat. Yeah. It, this is. It's over here, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're pointing in the right direction. Yes. It's there's there's a cat. She's making noises. I'm worried about the I mic can't. picking up the noises. She's <laughs> she's moving. She's fully. She, she on it. She's all in there. Audio listeners, there is a there is a kitten. There's a kitten out and about, moving around, making herself comfortable. It's not my cat. It's the neighbor's cat. Um, why, why is the neighbor's cat in your house? Because there's food at my house. Is there not food at the neighbor's house? Not, not enough to support five cats. Not a, con- <laughs> okay, not I, a constant supply of, of cat food, just constantly out. There's a constant supply of food here. I was talking out of my ass. Okay. The Gundam franchise began April 7th, 1979. 79? A year before the 80s. So that's it. But that. So, but still pretty old. Still so pretty, just, pretty that's fucking still old. Really old. For it to be Dragon like the Ball fifth. Z started mm-hmm. in like 95, 94, 95 yeah. or something. But for Gundam. And that's huge. But for Gundam to be like the fifth animated thing in history. That was also an exaggeration, okay. but it was uh, basically just take take the like what is it the ethos of it uh-huh. feel feel it yeah feel the statement rather than read into it. <laughs> it's just very old. Uh-huh. That's what I was getting at. It yeah. was much older than I thought it was. Uh-huh. This is just a Gundam episode now. 
this is stop no that's not the episode to have me on <laughs> do you want this ta- is do you want to talk about ted lasso this, then this podcast is just turning into a trap why you just <laughs> trap your friends into a, a podcast an hour-long discussion about something they don't want to talk about <laughs> i hope you can hear my chair as it reclines and just creaks but uh yeah i'll give you the same thing <laughs> Oh no, I didn't pick it. I didn't hear it at all. Okay. But it it'll it's on the mic. It's on the mic. All right, cool. So but maybe that's an interesting concept. Maybe it's maybe it is a trap. Maybe it is a trap. I was just like I have Josh, you for an the hour. One thing you don't do on podcasts is talk about starting other podcasts. No, I'm not talking it's not another podcast. It's just a different episode of a podcast. Right? That's the, the idea. One thing you don't talk about on podcasts is what you're gonna do otherwise in the podcast you're right you're absolutely right but no i have a list of 26 things 27 things here actually and uh the first one that was the first episode midnight mass uh that's checked off right you know what i hear when you say that though what is you didn't get a hundred things that i challenged shut up i just (laughs) fell asleep okay i was tired all right my brain pooped all right that's it it's it's just a hundred, Josh. I'll get to a hundred, okay? I got plenty of paper for it. Do you understand? I just gotta keep looking. And you know, I found some good some good call outs here because my criteria is actually quite strict, all right? It's things I feel don't get enough attention. Even if they're like Emmy nominated and shit. I've told you this already, but maybe not the audience. You son of a bitch. Get back over here. Get back over here. Sorry. No, no, okay. I'm, I'm just closing the door a little bit. Sorry. Okay. I thought you were running away from me. For audio listeners, uh, Matt was uh, exiting stage left. So. Do people still do that? Uh, not not to, like, uh, you know, shame I, the audio listeners, but do, mm-hmm. you, do, do we still need to call out, like, hey, if this is audio, this is what's happening? Yeah, because, like, the audio file is going to go straight onto just to get a little bit into the how the sausage is made, right? The audio file will go on Spotify and all the other platforms and whatnot. And that will be audio only. But we will we are recording video as well so we can put it up on YouTube, you know? So we can put it up on YouTube and other social media platforms and whatnot. So that way our reach is expansive. And uh, we'll get in there. We'll get we'll get in your feed. Gimme. Yeah, I know what you said, but you said feet. I did not say feet. I said feed. We'll, we'll get in your feet. No, we won't get in your feet. I don't want to be anywhere. That's what you said. Okay, may- maybe I don't enunciate the T's and the D's the way I should. Okay, sorry. Feet. Feed. Feed. Sorry. <sighs> Thank you, Matt. I, you know, what would I do? Without I'm my here friends. To bring you down. What would I'm I do? I'm here to bring you down. No, you're here. You know what? It's constructive criticism. That's what it is. That's what, that's what I'm going to take it as. That's what I'm going to turn your abuse into. I'm going to turn your abuse into constructive criticism, and I will rise above it. So n- now I'm abusing you? That was strong language. I apologize. <laughs> so, no, but I got a good list here, all right? Have you seen Lupin? Or Lupin. Oh, Lupin. no, I never did. It's good. It's good. Classic. If you like heist shows, heist movies, it's classic. Modern I day. I about that. Yeah. Modern yeah, day I, Lupin. I never, it's I never French. It's in French. It's 
I saw are, season one. Season one's good. I need to watch season two. But you are you what are you telling me that it's not about the Harry Potter character? No, it's not about Lupin, the Harry Potter character who turns into a werewolf um, or a wolfman. Well, then what are we doing? What are we What are we doing? I'm making a recommendation. I'm saying there's more to life than Harry Potter. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I don't I don't want to hurt you, Matt. But there's there's more. I just I don't mean like Harry Potter's insignificant or I'm putting you I'm not putting you down because you like Harry Potter or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, there's more there's other things surrounding the wizarding world. You know? You know? I Josh, I'm a millennial. I you're talking to a brick wall. When you tell me there's not Harry Potter, that... I'm not saying there's not Harry Potter. I'm saying there is Harry Potter, and then there's stuff next to Harry Potter that you could also No, so then what you're saying is there's not Harry Potter, and that's not a thing. You know, your reality is what you make it, okay? I'm not... I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna shit on that. Okay? But this is a different Lupin. This is a different Lupin. This is a muggle Lupin. But that makes no sense because Lupin, what, he's a wizard. Lupin's a wizard, but this is a different Lupin. His name's actually not Lupin. This guy, he's a thief who took the name Lupin because Lupin is the name of a famous thief from the past. Even older than the wizard Lupin that you're talking about. We're getting off subject. Let's, let's talk about... <laughs> <laughs> things to come. This is all things to come. Things to come. Let's talk about Ted Lasso. You're supposed to sell me on Ted Lasso. Uh, yes. So, well, to start, tell me what you know about Ted Lasso. I know that it's play, he's played by Jason Sudeikis. And that he's he's essentially Ned Flanders in a blue sweater instead of a green sweater. But he's not religious. He's a football coach who is then moves to the UK and accidentally becomes a soccer coach. But because of a mistranslation, is it because of a mistranslation? I do want to know that. Was it really a silly mistranslation where, like, they call it football over there, so they hire a football coach from America, <laughs> thinking it, it's it's foot it's British football and not American football? You know, I I never actually thought about that. So I can tell you, no, that's mm-hmm. not the case. That that wasn't a thing. It honestly never comes up. The fact that. Mm-hmm. It's called football, and then the other sport, soccer, is football in England. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's I, – I completely understand why you think that, and I completely understand how an outside perspective for someone who hasn't watched the show would think that. But, no, that's – I think the writers wanted to go just a little bit further. Yeah, because from what I understand, the, it's a classy, a classy show. Yes. Well, sorry. So I cut you off. Like, well, is it was that all? Is that your whole impression of like what you know of Ted Lasso? I know it's about overwhelming, overwhelming positivity from Ted Lasso. <laughs> That's what I also know. I've seen previews. Oh, good. So yeah. you've seen the show. I've seen clips, uh, <laughs> two, like maybe two clips, and and that was about it. No. So I say that because yeah, the it's. You know, it, it feels like a show that you want to say, I've, you a show like you've never seen before, but it's also like every show you've ever seen before. It's, I I don't know, it feels like they reach, 
different levels of like character arcs of just like you know just a quality show that you haven't previously seen or at least not for a long time Mm -hmm. but then it's i don't know it's just you see the tropes you see that you know it's like you can see how they put this story together and why they how they got to where they went and it i don't know it's nothing they're not recreating anything they're not innovating any any you know tv show making but it's somehow they took they the show just went someplace i hadn't really been before watching a tv show Interesting. Um, let me ask you uh-huh. how much i should give away so we're not i'm not going to spoil the show of course no but no it, but let me let me ask you let me get this cat out of the way let me ask you wait, can me, you please keep keep it in keep it around i am keeping it around i'm just making sure that this kitten is not messing with my microphone yeah let me keep the cat keep don't get rid of it she's right here she's right here her name is buddy i I will say if if you do have me back on this show Uh or if the show survives there's cats too i have two dogs and two cats survive how dare you I've, I don't, you talked about a lot of projects over the years, Joe. I know, I know. But if it dies, it's my own damn fault. But I, I got a good but, feeling about this one. I'm really, I'm really comfortable right now doing this. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if one of, you'll probably see one of my cats. But if you ever see the other one, we should have. If we get to that level, we should have a little animation, like a little graphic pops up on the screen. Hobo appeared, a wild hobo. <laughs> that would be great. But, what, one of my cats is named Hobo, and he's the shy one. That so would be it, it would be, it would be a, a rare treat if he appears on camera. Yeah, if for uh, again at, at any point you're probably going to see if the back door was open over here because this is a den uh, located at the rear of the ho- of the home. You might you could see there's going to be like six different cats walk by walk behind oh me. Oh my god! Yeah, at any point. I thought you had you only have like two cats. No. You have six there, or I'm five not, that's, in a neighbor's cat? It's five in a neighbor's cat. I'm not joking. It's five in a neighbor's Jesus. cat. It, I maintained one cat for the longest time, right? And then my mother started rescuing I, cats. I don't, I don't recall this. I recall you having one named Taco. That's the one I have. She's still and here. And I remember there was Taco and always other cats. There were always other cats. Yeah, the other cats are not mine they are my mother's it's a tangent Josh. point is there are six cats you may see in the background of my camera you also live in the house they're your cats too i feed them it's my own damn fault <laughs> all right so i'm yeah. just i'm just trying to like keep responsibility for that problem at arm's reach even though i i feed them and i clean up after their shit it's anyway i was going to ask you about ted lasso Right. Okay. Please. Can, can you give me an example of a trope without spoiling anything? Right. Just like a trope of a character or a particular caricature, because I can recall from the from the clips I've seen in the trailers, there is sort of like there's a boss character, right? There's a lady in charge. Right. Yeah. How is how does Which, she sort of like fulfill the trope? Of like I, the I, boss. So, do you want to know specifically about her? Or, yeah, because I can actually name a few just off the top of my head. Okay, because, then maybe not her. Whatever you can name off. Well, no, I mean she's fine too. Um, actually, maybe I shouldn't start with her because hers goes a little deeper. Mm-hmm. But um, I, there's not talking about Ted there, who's the title character, main character. 
obviously. Uh, there's the the grouch, you know, the angry, like, hermit doesn't like people who mm-hmm. over time warms up, not like, not just to us, the, the audience, mm-hmm. but to Ted or just other characters in the show. Mm-hmm. There's the young... Uh, I don't know what are the uh, the young buck the uh, the kid who's mm-hmm. got a lot of talent who is has way too big of an ego and gets taken down a notch mm-hmm. or rather hurts others but then eventually comes back. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's is there a love interest? I mean, there are several like romances throughout the show. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Not saying there is or isn't one with Ted, but. It's also not just about Ted. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, the show did such a great job, in my opinion, of just every single where every, every single place you look, there are just characters that you want to watch. There's, uh, I don't want to make, you know, bold claims that I can't back up, but I think make those claims. every single character that, you know, every major character that you're seeing is is something you want to watch. I don't, you know, there's obviously little side that, that is a bold claim that is a bold claim there, and i think that's a selling point i i i googled just ted lasso really quick and then so i'm i'm looking at a list of the uh, actors the cast i'm assuming in terms of like first build and the first i want to say like eight are all major characters ones who have significant amounts of time in most episodes and every single one of them i would say it's like i I found all of them interesting. There's obviously some characters you don't like because they're, you know, the foil to Ted or just whatever, you know, the mm. the show is gearing towards, whatever the goal of the soccer team or, yeah. sorry, football. Let's be proper here. Let's be proper, yeah. Uh, it's really strange. I don't know. I, I'm And I'm sure there has been other movies. There's been other it's classics, TV shows where it's like you, you feel like you're never not entertained. But yeah, I'm looking at this cast and I just remember most of them, if not all. And I think I enjoyed watching every single thing that all of them was doing. Not all the time. It, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a TV show. It's a decently long one. There's two seasons out now. Mm-hmm. And I believe from the beginning of the show until the end of the second season so far, it has made a slow, not, not really that slow, but a, a reasonable... Uh, slope trending towards uh, you know b- a better show it's gotten better over time it starts off very strong and I think it maintains I don't really think it dips that much no that's that's great to hear it's great to hear that like a show can get better over time especially sitcoms sitcoms good sitcoms do that like I know I need to add Brooklyn Nine-Nine to this list uh, <laughs> oh. oh I could talk you I could talk you plenty about Brooklyn Nine-Nine have me have me on for that one awesome will do but but um, um yeah so the nine, nine, hold on it's it's been a little bit since i i watched ted lasso so i've only watched it once mm-hmm. the both seasons just all the way through so but i think that's I, important though that's important that like you've seen it once but it had a lasting impression and oh yeah a, a lasting since impression. then yeah. since then i've held it's one of the best shows i've ever seen it's I don't know. It's one of a kind. So yes, you're um, getting back to like your earlier points, like your first impressions, just based on what you've heard of the show. Mm -hmm. I think one of the first things to note and what probably most people will mention when they talk about the show is the overwhelming positivity. 
and it is so weird that might be the unique character the unique part of this show that makes it stand out to me is it is extremely positive mostly coming from ted Mm -hmm. but it doesn't you know rub it in your face it doesn't get annoying it's not over the top it's just endearing okay jason sudeikis has done has absolutely done a world-class job of creating that character and making you pretty much like every single other character in the show like him mm-hmm. you like him yeah. like you really and you root for him and it doesn't you know you just want to see more he, he's it's not too sweet that's interesting you say that because i think the general assumption would be by certain people would be that the overwhelming positively would positivity would be overwhelming right and so you're saying it's not overwhelming right. positive but it is in fact just like no it carefully dosed it does it does a great job of and, and it's a drama this isn't it's a drama and comedy mm-hmm. i guess it's not i i think it's more of drama it's um mm-hmm. there is plenty of turmoil it's you know it's it's about mm-hmm. uh a coach uh coaching a premier league football team in england uh-huh. and yeah he there's plenty that he goes through. It's not it's not set up to just be some heartwarming like mm-hmm. uh, Hallmark movie kind of yeah. thing. It has to be which the the positivity is there. That I think that's what I like. Have, you've seen everything everywhere all at once, right? Yeah. So there's a line in that movie that I absolutely love that Wait. I I feel like I'm gonna live by. What, did we did did we not did we watch we it together? that movie? <laughs> you, you watched it together, Josh. I'm the one who took you to see that damn movie, and you were like, "Oh, you saw it, right?" Yeah, you did. You you told me about it. I'm sorry, God, Josh. I'm sorry. I'm so stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw you yet two days ago, uh-huh. and we saw a movie. We saw Bullet Train. It was yesterday. Yeah. The, yesterday, uh-huh. and the time before that, uh-huh. that I last saw you. We went and saw the movie you were asking me if I've seen. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I need a dog. I need to hold the dog. Oh, she's sleeping. It's okay. So you remember that one line where the dad goes, my kindness. This is an abbreviated, an abbreviated version of that line was my kindness is calculated. Because it's necessary. Uh, it's necessary and calculated. Wayne, the character Wayman, yeah. who is played by... If we're talking about movies, I feel like we should get mm-hmm. actors' names in. Yeah, what is his name? I mean, he was called Short Round. He, uh, that's <laughs> yes, what he was called. And also, the character yeah. in Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. but also... What is his name? In, he was in The Goonies. He was in The Goonies. He was... But his name is... Kihui Kwan mm-hmm. or Kehui Kwan. Mm-hmm. I'm usually very good with names and you know de- diversity in language and mm-hmm. other cultures, but I just that's a that's a tricky one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but yeah, he you, I, I I know the line you're talking about. Would you say that for Ted Lasso, it's a similar type of deal where his kindness and his positivity is nece- for him in his life necessary and calculated. And it, it's a tool he uses. It's not just like, he's not just like a bright and happy guy full of smiles. He is, but it serves him and it serves the people around him. 
because that's not typically uh that's not typically like a, a tool set used by characters i feel like that's incredibly rare and so i think that, that that's might be why like ted lasso so stand out because it's it's not just about being kind it's about like kindness being a, i don't want to say tool or weapon or anything like that again you know i don't want to repeat myself but basically that's that may be what kind of the idea that i'm getting at about what makes the show unique you're you're kind of onto something i don't think it's being used up front and center mm-hmm. as a tool i think it was just an excellent use of you know uh, writing his character i don't know if how much uh jason sudeikis has put that into the role himself i'm assuming it's just a, a large part was written in because mm-hmm. it that kind of is a key role a key part of the show is how his attitude you know in his job and his life affects the the world around him mm-hmm. you know coaching the team and all the players and characters that he interacts with i it's an interesting way to look at it because mm-hmm. i no, I, I wouldn't say it's calculated i think it's just ted lasso's philosophy mm-hmm. he he kills you with kindness kind of thing it's like that mentality but it's just in a really fucking good story mm-hmm. and so you may um go on can i can i also ask as just part of kind of what it seems like you want to do with this podcast Mm -hmm. should one of us or probably me since i'm selling the show give like a broad description of the show have we even done that i think yeah i think we have like you've i think you've mentioned all the key points like you asked me what i thought the show was 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 that not accurate like what am i what was i missing from well, I could try. If we go that route, that's just me gaslighting you. Or I could gaslight you and be like, yeah, no, there was a squid halfway through <laughs> the first episode. And it did kick a soccer ball. You're right. Uh, uh, no. I guess I should correct you, if anything. I think we kind of just dove in a little deep. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, you know, if, if other people are listening to this podcast and don't know, also don't know the show, haven't seen it. I I would I would want to you know start with a broader idea and then move in. I just yeah. want to make sure no, I'm covering the larger picture of it. That way you get an idea because that that was also a big thing. And I get that the idea of the show is you want to you want to inform people about something mm-hmm. a show or a movie or, or a game or something media that they might have missed something they slept on and. Ted Lasso, I think, is definitely in that spot, even despite all the awards. Mm-hmm. I think it just it was nominated again for dozens, almost a couple dozen Emmys, mm-hmm. and it is well deserved, absolutely. But yeah, the show is Ted Lasso. Starts off the he's just a college football coach, American football coach in Kansas, I think, or Oklahoma or something. And ends up getting hired on as the coach for a Premier League football team in England, so soccer. And the whole show takes place pretty in England. Is is his you know him transitioning pretty much right away, and then taking on that role, and all of the pitfalls ensue because he's he's the all American boy. Mm-hmm. If you have seen any clips of him, he's got a nice uh, Midwestern accent. 
mm-hmm. and he's he just kind of he looks like a, a, a high school basketball coach you can kind of see him in in like the tracksuit uh-huh. and the visor which he does wear i'm pretty sure most of the show mm-hmm. but it, he wears it well and yeah no the it, the show gets so much deeper than that i would say the whole show is like 10 percent actual football okay like european football mm-hmm. and then probably well, these these are just more numbers I pull out of my ass. I love pulling numbers out of my ass. Clone math. I, I don't know. Love it. Let's call it fifty percent drama mm-hmm. around football, and then the rest is just drama. Uh, drama's drama. Okay. Like life drama. So I wanted to ask before. No, I, what? I, w- I would move that last one around, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. I wanted to ask you regarding the drama. Could you give me an example or a barometer? Of like how dramatic does it get? Because it it is football we're talking about. It it's European football, and that shit is serious, just like American football, <laughs> you know. So like, how serious does You're, it get? Like we're not talking about any given Sunday, but or are we talking about any given Sunday? What it, uh, what's any given Sunday? A very serious football movie made by Oliver Oliver Stone, starring Al Pacino. Oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, don't worry about it. No, it's. I've not been able to finish that movie, but I, I watched the opening of it several times because I, I want to watch that movie. It's a very serious football movie with a lot of yelling, a lot of, a lot of snappy dialogue, you know. But it's serious. It's football. It's, it's football. A, it's a sports movie. Sports. Football. Gotta love it. Gotta love Al Pacino. Jamie Foxx is in it too. He he like pukes in the first like twenty minutes. It's you know as he does as he does. So it's one of it's one of his regular movies. It's yeah. one of his regular movies, you know. Great performance. Um but yeah, so, so like to answer, answer yeah. You're it's not about they do take the so the drama a lot some of the drama obviously will come from the actual sport being played. He's coaching a football a Premier League football team. And they take it very seriously. So he, I forget the name of the team, but it's, uh, it's in, it's in a local a town in England, a smaller town. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's their local team. And like the whole town's all about their football team. Cause it's there in the town mm-hmm. and, you know, Ted walks through and basically everyone, you know, he walks by a pub and everyone yells at him cause they are aware of who he is. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. So, so it, they take it, it seriously. It is like the... It is the uh, rural equivalent of the American football town, but this is the British football town. Still rural, still small, still local. Yes, it's, it's, I don't know, it does seem more urban than it, I'm making it sound, but it's, I should probably look up the map. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a town, and the whole town follows the football team, mm-hmm. and as you can imagine, grabbing an American uh, college American football team coach to now coach their uh, European football team. Mm-hmm. We really should say soccer. <laughs> this is going to confuse people. <laughs> it's disrespectful. But yeah, we can say a soccer. A completely different sport. Yeah. Honestly, I just love the show so much. I want to do it that, that re- give it that respect. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not, I, I, I'm not a huge sports guy. Soccer is great. My fiance, she played soccer in, uh, high school like she enjoyed it a lot so she enjoys the sport a lot but yeah no i just i want to 
I want to give it that respect because I just love this show that much. I want to, you know, be a, that much more a part of it. But uh, the, the drama comes from a little bit the fact that he is now a part of this community. Mm-hmm. And as you can imagine, none of nobody liked him. Mm-hmm. Nobody went into this was like, oh, yeah, bring the American in. Mm-hmm. The, I will tell you the term wanker, wanker, uh-huh. comes in a lot. A lot. A lot. And it's used to pretty good effect. It's, it, I, I mean, hey. It's always been a silly word to me. full English experience. That's good. I think, for me, also, it's just a really nice look into English culture. Mm-hmm. Not that there are not all, that's not already a huge piece of culture, like, known worldwide. Mm-hmm. But it's just you you look at it through this lens of this guy from the midwest mm-hmm. this yeah this football coach from the midwest and he's in a completely new country that it seems like he's never been in before and has no idea what he's doing and he just it doesn't matter because he's just so nice mm-hmm. he's just ready everybody hates him everybody, everybody hates, hates him, him. <laughs> everybody hates him uh-huh. and he just smiles at him uh-huh. that's great if anything, you sh- any anyone who hasn't seen the show, including yourself, should just be curious enough to figure out how he gets through that mm-hmm. and how he can be so positive despite that, mm-hmm. despite the fact that the uh, the odds are stacked against him. It ends up with a really nice, a, a deep story, plenty of challenges in his way, mm-hmm. and he gets through them, and you just love watching it happen. Mm-hmm. He's also not a cartoon character oh okay that's good he he has there is plenty of depth as far mm-hmm. as ted lasso goes all right how would you describe that that depth of ted lasso like that third dimension to his character uh, it's i don't know i don't want to be too reductive he he it's not just it's not like th- that the stupid tagline on a movie poster mm-hmm. just you know the smile comes off as soon as the door is closed. <laughs> he, it's not, it's not something so easy. Uh-huh. He is just this wonderfully kind man who instantly becomes anybody's friend. But he's, it's his life isn't perfect. And I guess I, I kind of want to leave it extremely vague. Not because it's a huge mystery. It's just like it's kind of really great discovering mm-hmm. how human he is. Okay. And that might also be a really great part of the show. He's so positive, but it's despite the fact that he absolutely is just living a normal. I mean, this isn't a normal person's life, mm-hmm. but dealing with everyday challenges, stuff that really shits on people, you know, stuff that really brings you down, he deals with too. They show it in the show and he gets through it. And you still, honestly, you root for him that much more. Okay. That sounds really awesome, but I'm going to ask, yeah. can you give me one example of just something that, <laughs> like, still, as w- without spoiling things as much as possible, just, like, what's a normal thing that's, like, in the first episode, other than the sort of, like, being an outcast, right, which is, you know, a, a very difficult situation to be in, but what's, like, just one other thing that's just, like, I, can sort of point, set the tone of, like, what he's dealing with that sort of makes him relatable? Yeah, I see what you're looking for. Yeah, give you a, actually get to the barometer. Yeah. Tell you like give you the range that we're dealing with here. Uh, he, 
Well, first of all, I should tell you there's another character, Coach Beard. Mm-hmm. Ted, Ted Lasso doesn't come in alone. He comes in with his assistant coach from the college team in uh-huh. America. Yeah. And Coach Beard is the best. He's such a lovable weirdo. <laughs> and so it's the two of them. So he's not alone. Mm-hmm. So you, he also has this person to bounce ideas off of and just who understands him and has worked with him. And they're both, they're in this together. So you, you kind of get that dynamic at all times. It's not just... It's called Ted Lasso, the mm-hmm. whole show, but it's not just him. Like I was saying, there's so many other characters. Mm-hmm. They really don't go too deep into Coach Beard, but you just, honestly, that makes, he the mystery just makes him hotter. <laughs> I, I, know not I know what you mean. I'm not saying he's hot. He, he's like pretty middle-aged man, like definitely a lot of gray going on. No, but I get not what you that's mean. That's not a bad the, thing. The mystique adds adds a level to it like uh like Boyle in Brooklyn 99 to go back to Brooklyn 99 it's there, there he says so many things that are just strange but there's like a question mark it's like a cliff we're just like wait a minute where does that go where like he'll say so he'll make he'll make a euphemism and you're just like wait a minute what the hell are you talking about because that character is just so weird and wired in such a unique way that he he's Coach- like a great foil. Uh, well, Coach Beard mm-hmm. is at all times a, a supporting character. Yeah. Honestly, you don't see as much of him as I, as I, as you really. Now that I recall, I really think about it. But he, honest, that just makes it that much better. You don't see him much, and no, he's actually much more the dark, mysterious type. Uh-huh. But he's just always there to back up Ted. So mm-hmm. you kind of that's just he's just uh, Ted, but just a little bit less. Okay. So you get more. But Ted you has his Ted. Ted has you his support group. He has his people he can rely on. And that's important. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's not just him being overwhelmingly positive. He has somebody who is of a similar mindset who's like, yeah, buddy, let's right. let's do this. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, to your previous question, the two of them getting going through it. Um I will say, I'll give you an example of some of the drama. Ted's at home life. Mm-hmm. So he is married and has a child. It's not perfect. Mm-hmm. They do not move with him to England because they, I guess, you know, they just couldn't really, as a family move, this was just kind of sprung on them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, shit, a job offer to coach in mm-hmm. a Premier League soccer team. So that, and honestly, that's probably one of the deeper parts that you see of Ted. Mm-hmm. And it gets really deep. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say dark, but it's really not dark. It's just like shit like he he does go through a lot mm-hmm. and it's really nice to see that and he gets through it and watching him get through it is a really beautiful part of the show mm-hmm. because he has that literal thousand mile dif- distance between himself and his his wife and child uh it's not necessarily just the fact that they're distance mm-hmm. it it's i'm not trying i'm trying not to get too far into it mm-hmm. cuz i think kind of seeing that discovering that is like oh Mm-hmm. Ted is this super positive guy, this wonderful guy, and like, oh wow, but he's dealing with that kind of stuff. I just, I'll let you discover that. But yeah, no, there's more to it. It's okay. just his home life. You know, he he lives for his son. Uh-huh. I, I believe, yeah, it's a son, and he loves his kid because I mean, as a guy as nice and positive as this, of course, he's gonna be a an ex, an extremely wonderful father, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. And but yeah, it's just not perfect, and there's a lot of a lot of stuff he goes through extenuating circumstances that that present challenges that humanize him and really make him a three-dimensional character because he has to deal with that that sounds fucking awesome because it could have been 
yeah, Ted Lasso, just like on the surface of it, like I wouldn't have got that from the from the trailers. That's another thing. I think this is kind of a really great show to talk about on this show because everybody I've ever talked to who who isn't already telling me to go watch Ted Lasso has no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. They see Jason Sudeikis with the mustache and the whistle, and it's like, oh, it's I. Honestly, when I when we decided to watch it, just sit down. Like I I had been hearing it's a great show, like really great. Go watch it. And we went and sat down to watch it. I think I was surprised that it was about sports at all. I had no idea because mm-hmm. I just hadn't even seen the posters or anything, the promotional media that much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's about a, a, a soccer team. Like, that's what it centers around. And I that kind of adds to it for me. It's also in a weird place where do you, you are you subscribed to Apple TV Plus? Tell me that. No, I'm going to have to I'd like with this show that I'm doing, I'm going to have to subscribe to everything. I have to sign up for Hulu. Like, I'm signed up for most of the streaming services. I have to sign up for hey, Hulu um, and, and Apple, like, tonight. If uh, if this starts uh, making money, can uh, can I expense all my streaming services to you <laughs> if you have me on more to talk about the show? Pro- probably, yeah, probably. If you keep helping me with the production, yeah, like, you're going you're gonna to I'm going to have to give you a cut. <laughs> If, well, if you're already thinking ahead, you're probably saying, oh, thank fucking God. He's not asking for money. He just wants me to pay for streaming services. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can expense it. Yeah, as in, <laughs> yeah, that'll ex- be- expense it as in give you my passwords. Like <laughs> that's Oh, yeah, that's pretty much. That's the trade-off. You just all you can use my, my streaming services, and then that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And so, no, but we'll, we'll figure something out about that. But, yeah, so it's I got to get Hulu. No, I got to get kidding. Apple TV+. Plus. There's but is that Pumba or that Boo? This is Pumba. That's Pumba. Hey Pumba, he likes noses. He loves you. Ugh. He absolutely loves you. My cats couldn't no, give he, a shit about me. He licks noses just because he can, mm-hmm. but his breath stinks. Well, he's of course it does. It's it's a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. You want the cute little doggy kisses, but then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's. Just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. But I'm, I'm glad to hear that Ted Lasso is, in fact, not an SNL sketch or like a, a property no, based no, no. off of an SNL sketch. Like, um, I've never seen but MacGruber, also... right? But like, I liked, I've liked plenty of like SNL based things before, you know? Um, I feel like I should give MacGruber another shot. But um, it's good to hear that, that this is not the case. That. Jason Sudeikis is, is no. This is a dramatic, a true drama. Yeah, a true drama, a true drama, with you know, with, with some comedic plenty elements. Plenty of comedy. Yeah, plenty of comedy. Yeah, I don't think it's lacking at all. That's but great. But I, I also ask about Apple TV Plus because at the moment I recognize Ted Lasso as the best thing mm-hmm. that's come out of Apple TV Plus, but not at all mm-hmm. the only good thing that's come out of Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. But it's so new. Yeah. Obviously, Ted Lasso has a couple seasons under its belt now, but that means it's only been around a couple years. Mm -hmm. Apple TV Plus hasn't been around that much longer, but I think that's also a big part of it. I think so, too. Ted Lasso's definitely helped put it on the map as a competitor for these other streaming services. What was that movie? Soma? Was it called Soma? About the the girl with the mute family or the deaf family? Didn't, Didn't that win an Oscar and that was on Apple TV Plus? Coda. Coda. Soma. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Now I gotta, Josh, I'm gonna look it up. I got Google. Yeah, no, that won an Oscar because I. Soma is a women's lingerie, bras, panties, slippers <laughs> online store. <laughs> Soma, I think, is also a video game. Okay, I think it's also a video it's game. It's also a city in. Uh-huh. Oh, no, it's a, it, there's brick and mortar stores. Okay. But it is, there is a game called Soma. There's a game called Soma. <laughs> I confused it with Coda. You're, but you're right. Yeah. There is a movie called Coda mm-hmm. came out last year and it won the Oscar mm-hmm. for Best Picture. I haven't seen it, but yeah, Apple TV Plus is definitely making very strong moves. Mm-hmm. And I think if Ted Lasso is any indicator of like the seriousness of, of which they are taking, mm-hmm. you know, making good content, I think we have plenty more to see from them mm-hmm. because I'm there for it. I, I watch Severance. That's probably my number two show from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went to the Comic-Con panel. It was very cool. For Severance or for Ted Lasso? Severance. For Se- Ted Lasso didn't have one. Oh, okay. But uh, Severance was very good. Mm-hmm. It was very cool. Uh, the show is is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, That's like directed by C. Ben Stiller, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he So he, w- he was on the panel, too. So he's mm-hmm. a big part of it. I don't know if he directs every episode, but I think he's there in some form as like a major uh, one of the producers as well mm-hmm. like he's there for the whole show he's not just like a director for the episodes yeah but uh and then uh yeah i watch a couple other shows i think c the jason momoa one that one's pretty good it's decent c what's that about like c like s-e-e blind people oh like, okay yeah 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 the post-apocalyptic show where everyone's pretty much blind mm-hmm. which is why it's called c yeah uh can't recall if there's another show i watch but i'm just saying it's just interesting that ted lasso there's so many people who don't know what it is i think a big part of that is because it's on apple tv plus and a lot of people are obviously hesitant to just jump on any new streaming service mm-hmm. but if you are going to if you're con- if anyone not just you josh but if anyone is considering apple tv plus you you bet you bet sir mm-hmm. you uh, please do at least just try the trial or do whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. Borrow your mom's password. Uh, get it, uh, get it. Account. However you can. I think that's how I'm going to like close out. I forget. I think that's one. I, I think was... it's going to be the line. Get it wherever you can or however you can get it wherever you can get it wherever you can. Well, I, I have it. So for a long time, Apple was really pushing their, that service by basically giving you a full free year if you buy pretty much any apple product mm-hmm. which is how i got it for a year mm-hmm. and that's how we decided to watch ted lasso it was like oh well i have the service it's we've been ha- we had it for months let's watch it mm-hmm. and we got into it and watch other shows but yeah there's they might still be doing that you can get it free right now it's getting paid for by something i have like my internet provider or my phone provider something like that there was some deal it's only five bucks a month though i think mm-hmm. anyway and so the point is, if you're thinking about it at all, please do f- at least just for Ted Lasso. Yeah. Absolutely worth it. Awesome. That sounds great. And we're we're just about at 52 minutes. Is there any other remarks about Ted Lasso you'd like to make? Well. No. <laughs> honestly i could talk a lot more about it Mm -hmm. it's it's really weird 
I feel like I have I have the ability to kind of organize my thoughts. And it's like I want to talk about this thing, but I want to get these thoughts across. Mm-hmm. There's just too much with Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it too much. I enjoy too many parts of it to really narrow it down. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to focus on Ted. He's the main character, but I didn't even mention Roy Kent. Okay, who's that? Ted Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. I love him. Roy Kent might be my favorite character. Okay. Can you can you sell us on him a little bit? But or is that is telling us anything spoilerish? It's not spoilers. He's in the very first episode. Mm-hmm. He's one of the the players mm-hmm. on the team. Uh huh. He's a soccer player. Yeah. And he's just kind of the old guard. He's like one of he's the team captain, I believe. When Ted comes in, mm-hmm. so he's 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 one of the major supporting characters. He's he's the grouch. He's mm-hmm. the grumpy guy. Mm-hmm. He hates everyone. Yeah, but not really. He just acts like it. I mean, he actually no. He probably does hate everyone. <laughs> he has a niece though, and he loves her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no. He's he's not a bad guy. He's just always grouchy, mm-hmm. and he's always got this gravelly voice where it sounds like he's been screaming. Like he goes, he plays soccer, mm-hmm. doesn't say a word because he really doesn't talk much. Goes home, screams into his pillow. <laughs> For 16 hours straight, uh-huh. nonstop, just screams and then goes back and plays more soccer. And that's how hoarse he sounds. Because oh, it sounds, he just, not in a bad way. Yeah. I'm Again, I'm over-exaggerating. Mm-hmm. But no, he just has this gravelly, hoarse voice. And he just, he's just pissed off by everything. But he's still a good guy. And he he just plays off of uh, Jason Sudeikis really well. Mm-hmm. He's played by Brett Goldstein, who I haven't really seen in a lot of other things. But he's going to be in uh, Marvel movies. Okay, in... let me Google this guy then. Hold on, Brett Goldstein? I, he's in the trailer, so I think I can just say it. He's going to be Hercules. He's playing Hercules. That guy! He's playing off of yeah. uh, Zeus. Yeah. Um, who played Russell Zeus? Crow. the uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Russell Crowe, because of what happened in Thor Love and Thunder, yeah. goes to his... So it goes to Hercules... And Her- Hercules is his son. Yeah. yeah, he goes, my son. Like you must avenge me, mm-hmm. not avenge, but like yeah, you, yeah. you must. It's still, still avenging. What happened, you must just, just not his yeah. death. Avenging his humiliation. Yeah, yeah. right. Spoiler, yeah, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, I have, I hold a grudge. You must mm-hmm. do something. You about must it. beat the shit out of Thor for me. So yeah, I'm excited mm-hmm. to see that. And I didn't know who Brett Goldstein was at all. Mm-hmm. This actor. Untold Ted Lasso, and I fucking love him now. I have to say that. Just I fucking love him mm-hmm. because that's what he says all the time. <laughs> Roy Kent and the word fuck mm-hmm. go together like cookies and ice cream. Oh my god. Well, that's great to hear. I think I am. I think I learned a lot. You know, I think I learned a lot. Well, do you have any questions about the show? N- uh, not really. Like again, I wanted to well, know I... mainly yeah. that it wasn't. A caricature like that Ted Lasso wasn't a caricature I sort of suspected because it was like an award-winning show you know comedies don't typically win awards without drama you know because the drama makes the lightheartedness and the and the comedy worth in my opinion you need that balance of light and dark and it's just surprising at all that if a comedy gets even a nomination that's not in necessarily the comic like Today, they make comedies differently. They just don't make them the same way they used to, you know? The classic sitcom era is mm, sort of, like, 
I can't think of another. I can't really think of a, of a sitcom that doesn't tackle some sort of issue or some sort of problem. You know, that doesn't have a dramatic conflict in it anymore. You know, like even Brooklyn Nine Nine would take an episode to talk about you know racial profiling, or even just like what am I thinking of? What am I well, thinking of? E- either blanking. way, you really want to talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it sounds like. I do want to talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but we'll talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine in another episode. That's another tease. Uh, but basically, like, think about, like, you were you were showing me an episode of New Girl last time I was over at your place, right? And the, I'm not saying. because not, we happen to be rewatching it. <laughs> yeah, I know that, but I was there and I was watching it. I thought it was, the premise was, you know, the premise of that episode was that everybody has, everybody gets talked about in the background when you're not there, right? And so, and what what did they call it? I forgot what they called it, but not. But yeah, they had a word for it. They had a word for it. It's not super dramatic. It's not super heavy, but it is highly personal, and it's mm-hmm. extremely serious to the individual. And the fact that they play so many angles on that in just sort of like a few scenes where like one person just wants to know, but the rest of the group won't tell her because everybody else now knows everybody else's except for her because now she has FOMO from not knowing what they talk. If I, if I recall, one of them Mm -hmm. was Winston. Yeah. His thing was that he just gets, he's, he's either unaware of it or it's just really bad Mm -hmm. that he just has morning wood a lot. Yeah. Just, he pokes people in the way he pokes people. He, he, he like did something like he 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 started the microwave by walking past it, you know, and like kind of <laughs> slapped against the buttons or something like that. Or he turned the TV off because mm-hmm. he it he ran into the remote, mm-hmm. something like that. What I'm saying is nowadays, like sitcoms have to use problems, a different set of problems. You know, like it's not the honeymooners anymore. It's not married with children anymore. You know. Like it's it's mm-hmm. a different set of circumstances, a different set of problems that like the sitcom is trying to stay alive, you know, in a lot of different ways, and maybe New Girl's not the best example, but I just think that's like a a very personal thing. The fact that like if your toenails grow in a weird way and your friends complain about it, and like you're sub you're just like super <laughs> self conscious about it, but your friends never said anything, so you think they didn't notice or didn't mind, but in fact they do, and you just don't know. Like that's such a psychological problem for me because I have that problem. He goes like, I didn't wear deodorant today. I hope nobody notices. But then I know based because of this episode of this TV show, I know that like my coworkers are just too nice to say anything. <laughs> they're, they're just too nice. And they're not going to say that I smell bad. <laughs> it's every anxious person's fear. Yeah. And so, uh, but again, like, I think that's just like you have to play. I think a lot of the sitcoms now just have to play around with different problems now, you know? So, like, it ha- there has to be a certain amount of depth. I mean, like, I, I said Brooklyn Nine-Nine and, and the racial profiling thing, but I don't think that was... I think that displayed more of, like, a severe problem. And I think what I was trying to get at is the depth of the problem. It's just, like, they really when have did to... you mention... Racial profiling. When I said Brooklyn Nine Nine took an episode to talk about racial profiling, that episode when Terry Crews oh, gets yeah. racially profiled by another cop, um, yeah, yeah. and so they do take a serious note about it, 
um, and then other things. But basically, I'm just talking about how like comedies nowadays have have to be more in depthful. You know, they have to the problems, the conflicts that they make fun of, that they make fun of or, or joke about have to be more creative now because you know it's it's not about a mom and a dad and two kids anymore. Um, the problems have to be based in reality, have to be real, have to be more relatable than ever before. You know, that's just what I'm thinking. Why are you staring directly at the screen like that? Jesus Christ, it's creeping me out. <laughs> it's just waiting to see if you would notice. I was trying to finish a point. Uh, but I think that'll do it. We're at a. That's going to. What? That's going to be how I play you off stage from now on. We're <laughs> going too long. Just... You're just going to stare at me like that? Uh, oh my god okay but thank you i'm gonna overly attached girlfriend you overly attached girlfriend don't do that to me don't do that to me but you're right i think we're done because we are an hour we are at an hour and a minute and a half right now and Mm -hmm. so the moral of today's story folks is ted lasso get it wherever you can watch it get me some ted lasso ted lasso and I have uh, been Joshua. This has been Matt. This is the Consume Content Podcast with the group chat. What? What's the cast name? Buddy. Buddy is also here, drinking from a bowl of water. Is that a is that a real name? That's what I named her. It. You don't know her real name. I don't know her real name. The neighbors never. You- the never. The neighbors never told me. I just told. I just. Hand, I would hand her back. I hand her back to them, and they're like, thank you, and then that's it, and then the cat comes back. Buddy just comes back every day. Oh, okay. Well, then, I can get mad at you, because that's the best you could do, buddy. Buddy, yeah. I went through a few names, okay? I I don't remember them, because they were unmemorable (laughs) names. But I'm like, I'm just going to name her Buddy, and then that stuck. Uh. So that's Buddy. That's Buddy. Well, that buddy Holly, buddy. there you go, it's buddy. You're making it worse for yourself. I am making it worse for myself, but that's okay. It's just, just buddy. It's buddy. We're we're not great. Uh, we have we have taco. We have butters. We have princess. We have Tomas. We have Thor, and we have there's Buddy now who visits. That's those are the cats. Podcast listeners don't need to know this. Okay, they don't need to know this. It's it's peppering the. You know the edges. It's seasoning. We're, we're just adding a little bit of flavor. It's a little bit, a little bit of flavor. But anyway, that's been. From, in my experience, people like cats. People do like cats and dogs. So mm-hmm. we're going to be great in both markets. Market penetration. What a word to end on. Thanks for having me, John. Okay, this uh, disapproves. <laughs> Matt disapproves of the word penetration. Got it. Okay, moving on. No, just. The awkward flounder. <laughs> flounder strongly. End strongly. End strongly. I'm telling. I'm demanding you. No. End strongly right now, Josh. <laughs> I can't end strongly. I've already. We've already said goodbye. That's it. You know what we're gonna do? It's gonna be a fade out. Now that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be a fade out. <laughs> if only we were more successful and had credits, we could play this audio over that. <laughs>